Hi there. If you found us, you're probably a tired parent, right? It's the middle of the night, or hey, maybe the middle of the day, and sleep just isn't happening. Well, this isn't Mean Girls. You should definitely not stop trying to make sleep happen. In fact, I'd say sleep or really the lack thereof, is actually preventing other things in life from happening. Loving, learning, and really living your best life as a family. Maybe your baby won't sleep through the night, or your little one's nap schedule is erratic at best. Maybe you just can't get your toddler out of your bed and into theirs. You are not alone, and you're not without solutions. Solutions that we have solutions that will have you sleeping like a mother of a well-rested baby. This is the Sleep Like a Mother podcast. Welcome. I'm Ashley Channer Rizzo, certified pediatric sleep consultant and director of Well-Rested Baby. We're a team of mamas and certified pediatric sleep consultants that help children of all ages all over the world get the sleep they need. And hey, they're parents too. I'm a mama to not one, but two sets of twins. Yeah, you heard that correctly. Two sets of twins, and they're only 15 months apart. Sleep makes my life possible, and so I've made it my mission to help families develop healthy sleep habits in their home so that they too can experience life as it was meant to be lived, well-rested. Today, we're going to be talking about sleep and daycare. You know, oddly enough, most daycare centers don't offer a napping schedule that's reflective of a child's circadian rhythm. This is really somewhat of a mystery to me, as I can only imagine this would make their lives so much easier. Little ones under their care would have the easiest time falling asleep unassisted. They would be able to stay asleep the longest and be their best well-rested selves when they're awake. But really, if I'm being honest, I do not know the day-to-day goings-on of any given daycare center. So really, who am I to judge? I am only here to say healthy sleep is achievable if your little one's weekday nap schedule is out of your hands. We work with families all the time with children in daycare. I mean, of course we do. It's the modern world. And it has different demands than what our bodies have grown accustomed to after millions of trips around the sun. We're starting gate care. Do you have any tips to help keep their sleep on track? It's a question we are asked pretty, pretty frequently. And the answer is yes. You know, when I really started diving into daycare sleep, I quickly realized there was just way too much to cover in a quick episode that you can catch while waiting for your coffee to brew or your toddler to buckle themselves into a car seat. So today is really only part one of a three-part series. I'm sharing the five questions you want to ask when shopping for the perfect spot for your babe to spend the day. Well, I'm sure that you have roughly, what, 3,678 questions, but these are the five questions you want to ask in regards to your little one's sleep. Got a pen and paper? Because here we go. Uh, Just kidding. Of course you can't get out a paper and pen. You're probably doing two to three other things at the moment you multitasking goddess. 
So I hope you have a good memory. Where will they be sleeping? You know, ideally the sleep space should be separate from their play space. This will help with noise level, the quieter, the better, obviously, but also with the setting. When sleep spaces are separate from play or learning areas, little ones are typically napping in a much darker environment. Bonus if there's a white noise to help drown out the crabs. Question number two, what is their nap schedule? Some spaces have a set time. Others go by sleep signals from little ones and others are open to parent determined schedules. If possible, you wanna find a center or caregiver that either offers set nap times revolving around circadian rhythms or parent determined schedules. Of course, the goal here would be you'd suggest a schedule that reflects your child's circadian rhythm. Question number three, how will your little one be falling asleep? Will they be falling asleep in a swing? Will they be rocked to sleep? Will they fall asleep while they're having a bottle? Will they gently shake the crib to soothe your little one to sleep? I know that last one sounds crazy, but it's done. Basically, we wanna know if they're helping your little one fall asleep, and if so, we wanna know what kind of sleep prop they'll be using. This way, we know what we're up against as you help develop healthy, independent sleep habits at home. The next question, will they support any sleep training efforts? Should you need to or decide to sleep train your baby, will they support these efforts? Each state and each center seems to have a different policy on crying and since the sleep training process always involves tears, you'll want to know if they will be able to help you sleep train your little one. Lastly, can they help with dinner? You may have heard me mention the importance of a bedtime that is early enough to prevent your little one from becoming overtired. Remember, when we're overtired, our bodies produce a concoction of stimulating chemicals and that second wind of stimulating energy causes a hyper alert or hypervigilant state that prevents easy entry into sleep or sleeping for long periods. Yet again, modern life and the demands of our jobs do not care about our baby's sleep needs, so these early bedtimes can lead to a bit of a time crunch in the evening hours. If they can offer dinner for your older kiddos or a bottle in the evening for your baby, then you'll have one less thing to tackle when you get home. I know we're talking minutes here, but minutes add up and minutes make a difference. All right, so in my humble sleep consultant opinion, those are the five questions you should be asking as you shop around for that perfect spot for your little one to spend their day. Where will they be sleeping? What is their nap schedule? How will your little one be falling asleep? Will they support any sleep training efforts? And can they help with dinner? If you didn't write them down, and I don't blame you if you didn't, you can visit our website for a transcript of the show or hey, email me directly at ashley at wellrestedbaby.com and I'll personally send you the list. If you wanna know more about promoting sleep at daycare or any other sleep-related topic, please visit our website at wellrestedbaby.com. You'll find sleep tips, show notes, and more about Well-Rested Baby, our philosophies, and our support packages. 
Quick spoiler, we don't judge. We're here to help you find a solution to your little one's sleep in a manner that reflects your comfort level, not ours. After all, I'm not Regina George, sleep is not my gold hoops, and you can absolutely get in on this trend too. Join us next time or just hit that subscribe button down below so we magically appear on your phone because we're going to chat toddler sleep behaviors, what is normal and what is not. Until then, sweet dreams and lots of coffee.